Women aren't born warriors. We become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week, I'm interviewing women who, through tragedy and triumph, are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, warriors. Well, today we are re-releasing one of my favorite podcast episodes. Suzanne Summers, I Made It Through the Rain. This week, Suzanne died just short of her 77th birthday. She passed away peacefully at home in the early morning hours of October 15th. Suzanne survived an aggressive form of breast cancer for over 23 years. She was a true warrior and an icon. She was on a very short list of dream guests I had for this show, so you can only imagine how I felt when I got to interview her. To give you a behind-the-scenes look at this interview, let me tell you about my time with Suzanne Summers. As you might expect, she was a true professional. The way she tells the story of all the magical facets of her life is like she's telling it for the first time. Nothing felt rehearsed. Alan, her husband of 46 years, but together for five decades, was standing by, and he even chimed in, which I just loved. I've recently learned that they had never been apart for even an hour in 42 years. They had a real love affair, and it was obvious. It was obvious it was the real deal. Suzanne's story is truly powerful for so many reasons, from demanding equal pay and being fired at the height of her popularity on Three's Company, growing up with an alcoholic father who told her she would be nothing, which gave her a case of what she calls the I'll show yous, to being the leader in the bioidentical hormone and anti-aging space. She was a pioneer on so many fronts. One thing that Suzanne mentions in this podcast is that like Barry Manilow, that song, she says she made it through the rain. And that song, as I told you guys before, has special meaning to me and my BFF, Katie McClure. May we all shine bright, as bright as Suzanne did. And may we all have a love as great as hers and Alan's. And may we all make it through the rain. Imagine a therapy so tailored that it feels like unlocking a door to a world where those haunting patterns and restrictive beliefs are not just visible, but transformable. Rapid transformational therapy isn't a band-aid. It's a catalyst for profound transformation. And now I am a certified RTT practitioner. With RTT, we delve deep into the layers of your subconscious a place where those restricting beliefs and patterns are ingrained. It's personal, intimate, and revolutionary. In the 30-day RTT transformation, you get a 90-minute intensive RTT session, a customized recording, and a 60-minute follow-up coaching session. A full transformation in 30 days. In 30 days, the impossible becomes possible. The journey is intensive and immersive. We are creating new neural pathways to peace, freedom, and happiness. To find out more about the 30-day transformation with me, check out the link in the show notes.
Today on the show, a legend, an icon, one of America's most popular and beloved personalities, Suzanne Summers. Suzanne has achieved extraordinary success as a healthcare advocate, speaker, entrepreneur, actress, singer, and comedian. She is the author of 26 books, including 14 New York Times bestsellers. There are currently more than 25 million copies of Suzanne's books in print. A savvy businesswoman, Suzanne was one of the very first celebrity entrepreneurs to understand and apply the power of infomercials and shopping on television. She introduced her summer size food, beauty items, apparel, jewelry, and personal fitness products to consumers on Home Shopping Network in 1992, quickly becoming one of HSN's biggest success stories, and top-selling brand names. After 17 record-breaking years at HSN, Suzanne moved to Evine and Canada's The Shopping Channel, where she expanded her highly successful product offerings into several different categories, including vitamins and supplements. I am one of her biggest fans. I'm so honored to speak with her today. Welcome to the show, Warrior Mom, Warrior Wife, Warrior Woman. That's right. It's Suzanne Summers. Yay. Thank you so much. What an incredible inter- introduction. Thank you very much. Well, One I'm, correction. Yes. It's not 26 books. Okay. It's not, 27. It's 27. 20, that's, that's right. Because you've got a new one. We're going to talk about that. I can't even okay. wait to talk to you about that. Yes. I mean, I'm reading this and I'm thinking, I cannot even believe someone has accomplished this. So I'm blown away. But let's, let's start at the beginning because that's what I like to do. You grew up. I did my research, Suzanne. You grew up, Suzanne Marie Mahoney, third of four children in an Irish Catholic family in San Bruno, California. Your father was an alcoholic and there was a lot of chaos and violence in your growing up. I want to know, when you look back at your childhood, good and bad, what do you think has contributed the most to your incredible, resilient, personal and professional success? You know, I've thought about that a lot and written a few books about my father and that experience. You know, you can turn all negatives in life into your opportunities if you choose. At some point, there are stages of drunkenness when you live with an alcoholic. First couple hours, they're really funny. Next three hours, they're not so funny anymore. The next three hours after that, the means come and the hates come. So in that third quadrant of each evening, and it was most evenings, there was a litany that he would say to me, you're stupid, you're hopeless, you're worthless, you're nothing, you're a big O. And he'd always do this thing with his finger with this make a circle big o and i remember thinking oh yeah i'll show you and i call it the i'll show you so i got a bad case of the i'll show you so i remember many 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 years later i was a headliner at the mgm grand hotel in las vegas and it was a sold out house and my parents were sitting down front and i called my father up on stage and i remember thinking to myself yeah, I showed you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm so glad he was alive to see that moment. Yeah, right? Me too. By then he was sober. And you know what I have to admire about him? He allowed me to write that book, Keeping Secrets, which was not flattering for him. Wow, yeah. But I started the Adult Children of Alcoholics movement, which became a huge movement because it was about the me's in these families. I didn't drink. My sister was an alcoholic. My brother was an alcoholic. My other brother was an alcoholic and a drug addict. I didn't drink, but what was wrong with me? And the ones that don't drink, they they can't figure out why they can't get their life together. And it took me quite a while and a lot of therapy, but I put in the work and changed my life 
and found forgiveness. I think that's the key thing to not walk around angry. I have no anger with him at all. I, I feel badly that this disease was so awful and he was so powerless over it. And at the same time, by his being such a violent alcoholic, I was able to turn that around, you know, like judo, using forward energy to win, to make it work not only for me, but for millions. I sold millions of those books of other people who saw themselves in it. Even today, I think I wrote that book in 1973. Yeah, that's and I still have people. Yeah, I still have people saying to me, that book changed my life. Today, I hear that. So you hear the message when you're ready to hear and you're no longer deaf. A hundred percent. And you know what? I almost think you could, there's another book about that somewhere just because of the things that people are going through now. I almost yeah. feel like there's another book there. I'm just going to say, you know, why not a 28? I'm just saying. <laughs> when Three's Company began its fifth season in the fall of 1980, you were asking for a salary increase. Now, this is like something that now we know, like behind the scenes, right? Like when Friends happened, all those other shows. Now we're really in on all that. You know, the actors let us know, oh, they're ripping me off all this stuff. But back in the day, that was not happening. And it was very rare for someone to ask, right, for a salary increase. How dare you, Suzanne, want to make as much as a man? What is wrong with you? But I want to know about that moment because that's a big moment. And that was a hard moment for you, but you paved the way for all these other people. Who would have thought Chrissy Snow would be the first feminist? But, you know, my contract was up. And when I signed that contract, because it was the first big job I ever had, I signed for whatever, whatever they were going to give me, I said, fine. But at, at the end of that contract, the, the end of year five, beginning of year six, my show was number one at a time when it really mattered. There are only three choices, ABC, NBC, and CBS. And I had the highest demographics of any woman in television at that time. But all the men on lesser shows were making anywhere from 10 to 15 times more from me than I was. And so we went in and asked to be paid what they were paying the highest paid men. And John Ritter was in there, too. And they had just been, I call it, given a colonic by Laverne and Shirley, who made their deal because it's Laverne and Shirley, and they had to give them what they wanted. When I came along, they said, we can't let women get away with, with this. So they made me the example. So Alan went in to do this renegotiation, and he said, you were fired within five minutes. That was the plan. When I came in, he said, they had already decided to get rid of you. Oh, you came and in I the door, and that was already me. the plan. That was not, yeah. oh, wow. That was already the plan. And I'm waiting at home because there are no cell phones at the time, imagine. And the night before, Alan had gotten a phone call from a friend of a friend who was in the CFO's office at ABC in New York. And the, this friend of a friend said to Alan, you didn't hear this from me, but they're going to hang a nun in the marketplace and it's going to be Suzanne. So when Alan left for the negotiation the next morning, he uncharacteristically stopped at the front door and looked back at me and he said, you know, this could all blow out of the water. And I said, why? I have to renegotiate. You're going to ask for this. We'll come back with that. Uh, we'll counter and we'll meet somewhere in the middle. I'll be great, which is what I thought would happen. I never, ever thought they'd break up that delicious chemistry. So I'm waiting at home and there's a way the front door opens when it's good news. And there's a way the front door opens when it's bad news. And this front door opened. And then it closed. And I heard him padding up the stairs. So I met him at the landing. He looked at me and he said, you're out. I said, I'm out. He said, yeah. He said, they, that was the plan. He said, they shouldn't have even had me come in. They'd already planned to fire you. And I, my heart sank to my feet. I loved doing that show. And I loved doing Three's Company and playing Chrissy Stone. I wasn't finished creating her. And then he took me by the shoulders 
And he said, we're going to make this work for us. And so we decided around that time, I had to get over my heartache, that we would never work for anyone ever again. That we would brand, I couldn't brand Chrissy Snow, I didn't own it, although I had tried for five years, I kept going, the producers going, Chrissy Snow is a brand. And no one had ever done branding before. I said, we could sell her clothes and her shorts and her suspenders. Oh, and those cute clothes. shorts. Yes, I would have bought those Chrissy Snow shorts. Yes. Of course. I remember the one the one producer screaming at me, he goes, this is not about the, the business. It's about the show. And I thought, not really. It's called show business. So they were naive and stupid. Plus, they had planned. They were all men. They had planned on John Ritter being the star of the show, which he was, except the people spoke and the people loved Chrissy Snow also. And at times, Chrissy's popularity was much higher than Jack Tripper. So it was a dumb, dumb thing on their part. They lost over a billion dollars by breaking up that chemistry. We were heard from syndicators uh, years later. But for me, after I got over a bit of a depression, not for very long, I heard a voice in my head and it said, why are you focused on what you don't have? Why don't you focus on what you do have? And I'm thinking, what do I have? And the voice says, <laughs> you have enormous visibility. Everybody in this country and most of the world knows your name. That's valuable. And I thought, that is. So I said to Alan, I would like to do a Vegas act. And I'd been singing on network specials. And I had my own network specials. And I was touring for the USO and entertaining soldiers all over the world. And I was at Panmunjom long before Trump was at Panmunjom. And so he went to Vegas and made a deal at the MGM Grand Hotel, which is where I was able to bring my father up. And for more money than I was asking for in Three's company. And in 1987, I was named Las Vegas Female Entertainer of the Year. Oh, my God. Along with Frank Sinatra, who was Las Vegas Male Entertainer of the Year. Can you imagine? I mean. And then we went on the road. And when you're on the road, what do you do during the day? I'm not going to sit there and eat you know, room service and watch soap operas. So that's when I started writing my first book, Keeping Secrets, I wrote on the road. And here I am all these books later. So it's hard to know. That was valuable time for you. Yeah, That was not time that was wasted. Yeah. When bad things happen, it's easy to have the poor me's. I, I really beg anybody listening out there to understand Yeah, you have to go through a bit of mourning. And then how can you use it? How can you make it work for you the way we did? And I've never looked back. I did enjoy doing step-by-step, but if that show didn't work out, it wouldn't have affected my life very much. I just happened to love going to work with Patrick Duffy and those kids. Great chemistry with him, too. I loved that show. He's a doll. Oh, to remind me, I got to call him. It was his birthday on St. Patrick's Day. Patrick Duffy's birthday is on St. Patrick's Day. Well, of course. And (laughs) I know... But Tom Miller and Bob Boyette, who were the producers of Step by Step, automatically gave me what they were paying Patrick Duffy. And I got regular increments each year. They didn't put me in that ugly position where I had to go in and beg for a raise. So that worked out. By that point, I had a business. I had a brand. I had the books. I had lectures, Las Vegas, touring. I had more work than I knew what to do with. Yes. And then, and then because you are a legend in so many ways, but you are a queen. You are the queen of infomercials, Miss Suzanne. You started selling the Thigh Master as a passive income stream. You left that sitcom world and 
you had that thing going on fire. I bought one 1000%. I thought it was the greatest thing going. Anything you did, I was going to buy it. That's just, you know, how well, thank you. I lost all that money, of course. Um, so tell me about the Thigh Master and how that all was born. That product had been presented to us as an upper body workout. And Al and I uh, disagree on who named it the Thigh Master. But I said to the person who had invented it, I said, Oh, it's great for the upper body, but I, women are really interested in their inner thighs. Does it work for the inner thighs? And she said, oh, yeah, it's incredible for that. So anyway, we named it, renamed it the Thigh Master. But I had bought a pair of shoes, a Manolo Blahniks, nude, pointy toe, toe cleavage, just the right heel, great arch, fit my foot perfect. $565 back then, nude, plain, plain, plain. And I'm in my dressing room. And I've got these shoes on. I'm in my bra and underpants. And I thought, wow, Alan is going to think I'm so crazy for spending $565. And back then, it's probably like two grand. So I walk out in my high heels and my bra and underpants. And I said, how do you like my new shoes? <laughs> okay, a little <laughs> manipulative. And he goes, great legs. And I went, oh, my God, that's the commercial. And if you recall the commercial, it starts on those shoes, pans its way. Oh, up my God, it does. Yeah. And Alan Hamill off camera going great legs. And all these years later, we've sold over 10 million thigh masters and still selling. It's a great product. It works. I used it this morning. Yeah. So you, so it's still going. Like I saw it on your site. I was like, oh my yeah. God, I could get another one. Cause I don't know where my old one is, but I might need a new one. It still works. I lie in bed. I put it between my knees and I do the inner thighs, but then I take it and I do the pectorals. I do the upper body. It really works. And i I had an accident this year. I don't know if you heard about it. Just yes, a terrible yes. accident. Oh, I go to all and, your Instagram lives, so I know everything you're doing. Oh, okay. I broke my neck and my back. Oh. And I've never had anything like that happen. And in the year that I've had to stay in bed, whenever I could, I just had that thigh master with me all the time. So now I'm up and walking. And they had said that I was this far away from becoming a complete quadriplegic. Here, oh give me the head. Yeah, so... I, you know, once again, <laughs> gratitude. Yeah. I mean, it's looking better than ever. I must say that thigh master. I love it. Oh my God. It, it really works. It's, and it is great for the upper body. Also, the woman was right. No, totally. You, you mentioned Al. I got to meet him for a brief second because he is your tech, your tech man as well. Yeah, he's darling. You've been married 40, is it 44 years to Al now? Yeah. Together 54, 54 years. Imagine. Incredible. I love I all your cooking and Instagrams with Al. I love Al's bar. I love the whole thing. I know, <laughs> and you know, he's right there. So you're going to have to talk about him. What are some of your secrets to saying married? Because you know, nobody likes to say married these days, but you've managed to do it. So I want to know what your secrets are. Because I always say yes to everything. <laughs> That's right, Al. Yes is the okay. answer. <laughs> and also, also the moment she opens her eyes in the morning, the first thing I say is I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> really apologize sorry. right from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, right. Just get it over with. Yeah. And then I hit her again with another one mid-afternoon. Yeah, you don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Change that vernacular. Um, you know, during this time when I was on my back, he took such tender care of me. I think the reason that you get in relationships is for attention, isn't it? And we give each other a lot of attention and it's not BS. Um, I think he's gorgeous. I, he, to me, he gets more and more handsome and sexy every year. So uh, when I met him uh, 54 years ago, I walked into KGO Studios in San Francisco, ABC. And I was hired as a prize model. And 
Uh, Alan was partners with Dick Clark at the time, and they had the show called The Anniversary Game, and they couldn't find studio space in L.A. So Alan said, I'll go up there to San Francisco and I'll do it weekly and we'll just knock these out. So I walk into the studio and there's Alan Hamill, who I don't know who he is, although I had seen him on another show when I my baby was I was nursing my baby. And I'd look at this guy thinking, what a jerk. And then I walk in the studio and all men and women are all standing around. He's that kind of guy, kind of like Johnny Carson was, where men are turned on by him and women are turned on by him. He just, it's, it's, there's some kind of sizzle about men like that. You know who has it? Johnny Carson had it. Alan Hamill has it. Frank Sinatra had it. And it's all the same thing. Those three men glow and they glow with sex appeal, but it's not fake. It's not like, hey, baby. It's just who they are. So anyway, I look over at Alan Hamill and I think, I know you. I know you. And I did. I, I, is there anything to, we've been here before, we'll be here again, but I knew him. And I told my mother that night and I had, you know, I, I didn't know anything. I said, I met who I'm going to marry today. So it was that. Wow. That chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. From the start. From the start, yeah. Oh I God. slept with him on the first date. Call me a slut, but I thought I'm not letting this get away. <laughs> it's the biggest one night stand of all. Yeah, yeah. Forty-four years. I yeah. love it. So you, we mentioned you're a multiple best-selling author. You have a new book, A New Way to Age, which is revealing your top anti-aging tips, skincare routine, diet, go-to. So I'm assuming you wrote this book because people like me have asked you 200 times all the things you're doing, and so finally you put together a book to tell us all. So tell me about this book. Thank you for asking. It was the next logical step, though, wasn't it? I, uh, I guess, I guess if you think about it, I started the bioidentical hormone movement too, and women are so grateful. Nobody's ever had the backs of women, and so they've been putting women on antidepressants and anti-cholesterol and uh, sleeping pills and fake hormones, you know, synthetic hormones, and which make them get fat and unhappy and take away their sex drive. And so I wrote these books about essentially the messages. Aging is about worn out parts. And so there are ways now through lab work and qualified doctors who are integrative, who can determine your deficiencies. Are they hormonal deficiencies? Are they mineral deficiencies, nutrient deficiency? The body can't run without nutrients and minerals. And you can do that determined by lab work and put back, individualized just for you, exactly what you're missing, exactly the right amount of hormones, exactly the right minerals, exactly the right nutrients. And you get to get you back again. And this book has been so successful. It's all over the world right now because everybody is living longer, but without quality of life. I was with someone last night. I won't say her name. She's famous in my era. And she's missing a few beats. And I said to her, she said, oh, I never sleep. I said, wow, I wish you could figure out how to sleep. I said, because if you don't sleep, it accelerates aging. And she said, I just, you know, it doesn't matter what I take. I said, are you on hormones? She goes, no. And she's my age. And I said, can I send you a book? (laughs) Because when you put yourself back together again, you get to sleep. That's a big thing. There are two things people complain about to me all the time. I can't sleep. And my gut, I'm, I'm constipated, I'm bloated, my I, unexplained weight gain, I, I never, I'm dog tired, I hear all the time, that's all gut problems. So um, that's kind of the arena. I interviewed the best and the brightest. Uh, there are 
there's information in a new way to age that uh, I had never heard of, like Senolytics. Senolytics is a simple once a week supplement that you take. We sell it now on our website, SuzanneSummers.com. What you and I are, are about 60, 70 trillion cells, all communicating with one another. Cells, cells have a lifespan. The healthier your cells, the healthier you are. But when they have a lifespan and they malfunction and die, they leave debris in your body, like the floor needs sweeping. Up until now, there's been nothing they can do about it other than in, you know, colonics and things like that that weren't really efficient for that. Senolytics is like the broom for your cells. It sweeps wow. away all the debris and it's one and it's cheap. I don't know. I is it eight dollars a week? I don't I'm not sure or a month. I don't know. It's it's just like not. It's something everybody can afford, which always makes me really happy. So that's in this book and also something called NAD, niticonenamide adenine dinucleotide, but you only need to remember NAD. NAD in your body, you make it, but as you get older, as with everything, stop making it. It repairs DNA breaks. That's who you are. It's your DNA. So you've got senolytics cleaning up the cellular debris. You've got NAD repairing the DNA breaks. And then you put the hormones back and the rest of the things that I mentioned and aging is not an issue. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying being in my seventies. I'm 74 now and I'm enjoying it. I have juice and energy and a sex drive and hair and not terribly wrinkled, you know, no you're uh, dynamite. Are you kidding? Please thanks. don't even know how old you are. It's insane. <laughs> I say my age to let women know, don't be afraid of it. Because I hear a lot of women in their 50s go, oh, my God, next decade, I'll be 60, and then I'll be 70. And I'm thinking, it's okay. It's okay. And by the time that generation is 60 and 70, the information they understand about keeping us youthful, and it's not a desperate thing, you know, it's not like plastic surgery. It's keeping your insides young so your body operates at maximum giving you maximum quality of life. If you have quality of life, you're truly living. I call it nice to be alive while you're alive. And without that, I see it here in Palm Springs, people stooped over and no energy. Oh, yeah. No, you see people your age, Suzanne, who are looking like they're 90. Yeah, yeah. And it used to be like that all the time. Yeah. But I, the ones who've caught on have caught on and I've never looked back. And Alan's been on hormones for over 20 years, testosterone, DHEA. And man, he looks great. This guy does not look or act 84. He's young. We got a lot of years ahead of us. Yes, you do. Okay, Suzanne. So tell me what's next for you. What is the next chapter? Well, you know, this year has been profound for all of us. We all have been stuck in our houses, but I not only was stuck in my house, I was in bed. And I did a lot, a lot of thinking about privilege of um, having a louder voice. And how could I turn this negative experience I was having into an opportunity, not only for me, but for my constituency, those who listen to me, those who come to my lectures, those who read my books. So I've got two books running around in my head right now. I want to write about peptides. Peptides are very interesting, but I, I, I've got a lot more to learn about it. But I had interviewed Dr. Terry Hertog in this book, and he brought up peptides and how Peptide replacement, non-drug, I love anything non-drug, Re, you can rejuvenate parts of your body that aren't working all that well, like your joints, like your brain, like your organs, like your glands, like your sex drive. There's a peptide 
called PT peptide 141. And that, you know, I, I, at one point it's an injection and you take it maybe once a week. At one point I said to Alan, oh, this is too much. <laughs> so, but it's nice to know because so many women lose their sex drive and a healthy person is a sexual person. And that's why I talk about sex. It's not to be shocking or anything like that. What's the last thing you feel like doing when you're not healthy? Right. Sex. Exactly. But if you're healthy and in the mood, you know, like Alan and I have our five o'clock date most every night. We listen to that cool music and often we dance and we laugh and we talk. And when I'm talking about sex, that's a sexy night. That's a fun night. And then we have a great dinner and drink a little tequila. Not, not a lot. We don't get drunk or anything, just a little buzz. And man, am I enjoying my life? Really, really. I mean, you really make aging seem like a fantastic thing. Like that's why I just love to follow you and all the things you do on Instagram live. And I go to your site and I get all your stuff because I just think you are living life right. All right, Suzanne, guess Thank what? You. It's time for the speed round. Okay. All are right. You ready? Well, you just kind of revealed it, but cocktail of choice. Oh, tequila, clear tequila. Cause there's little to no sugar. So you won't gain weight. Ice? You do it straight up? What do you do with it? Oh, no, a lot of ice and a stiff one. I have one tequila stiff with a lot of ice. It's good. Mm -mm. What is your mantra or quote you live by? Well, the way I run my business is doing well while doing good. You know, it's, it's fun to make money, but it's great to make money and be successful if you're doing good for others at the same time. Mm, that's wonderful. What makes you feel unstoppable? My, my health, my mind, my mind is powerful. I don't let my mind defeat me. I feed it positivity all the time. You know, your brain believes everything you tell it. So if you tell your brain you're not enough, it'll go, oh, okay. But if you tell your brain, I am everything, your brain goes, I know. <laughs> exactly. No, you're so right. Who do you admire? Wow, I haven't thought about that. You know, there's so many doctors that I've interviewed that I admire, but it won't mean anything to you because you don't know their names. Well, you know, last night I had dinner with Tom Ford. How about that? Woo! And man, talk about a guy who took life by the tail and turned it into all things Tom Ford. And being at his home last night for this small dinner party of eight, I wrote him this morning. I said, they say there is no perfect, but you could have fooled me last night. Your home, you, you as a host, your table, your table setting, the way you've, uh, your pool, everything. So I, 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 he's most recent in my mind. So let's say Tom Ford. Yeah. Oh my God. I'd die to see his house, Suzanne Lord. Oh, um, beautiful. I can't even imagine. Um, what are you most proud of? I'm proud that I made it through the rain, as the song says, that I came from a very dark childhood and I found the light and it's so bright I can't even turn it off. Mm. Mm. Oh, Suzanne, you're breaking me up. What is exciting you the most right now? Alan Hamill. It was, it is, it always will be. And I'm not kidding. I, I, I wake up. I feel so privileged to be married to him. I, 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 that's the first thing I said to him this morning is I said, I so love being your wife. Actually, that makes me cry when I start to say it because it's so true. I love being his wife. I mean, Suzanne, you are the most blessed person in the world. I mean, I can, really can't imagine like how Thank great you. your life Thank is just amazing. And you've cultivated all of that. You've made all that happen. It's amazing. Well, I try to share with everybody who cares to listen 
what I do. And if it appeals to you, I usually have it in a book or you can find it in a lecture of mine. But, you know, it's interesting. I'm now at a stage in my career where I'm the elder of the tribe. And am I ready? I am so ready. I'd like to tell you about one thing that we have in our company that is so profound. Because I said to you, you know, that what women complain about is their oh, gut. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, because the gut is everything you said. Everything. And so we put together this product called Gut Renew. It's got a bunch of stuff in it that I know you didn't have today. Uh, nobody does. Sasha Inji, marshmallow root, a Jerusalem artichoke, fermented soy protein, all, G- all non-GMO, all organic, et cetera. You make this smoothie. And this morning I put... Uh, You know, when you buy bananas and they start turning, I cut them into little pieces and freeze them. So this morning I put two spoons of the gut renew in the, in the blender, frozen bananas, some peanut butter, some cocoa powder, almond milk, coconut milk, a dash of cream, whipped it up. And because the bananas become the ice cubes, it's the most incredible smoothie, or you can do it with peaches or strawberries or raspberries or blueberries. But what happens? And I'm going to do Suzanne speak now, because this isn't scientific. When chemicals come into the GI tract, they eat holes in the lining of the gut. The gut barrier wall is the length of a tennis court. So it, they eat holes in the, in the chemicals because they want to get in the bloodstream, causing these leaks. That's what leaky gut is. Yes. And yes. then these chemicals, yeah, they go on a rampage of, uh, after your uh, fattiest organs and glands. The one they like the best is the brain. Any wonder if all the chemicals make their way up to the brain, that we've got a, a epidemic of dementia, Alzheimer's, ADHD, OCD, uh, dyslexia, dyspraxia, all these things. And so the way I like to describe the gut renew is all these ingredients, and there are many, many more that are in there, is that it sort of seals up, like spackle, sealing up the leaks so the little bad guys can't get out into your bloodstream. And we did the 30-day gut challenge I can't even explain the response from people. They're they're losing weight. I didn't do it as a weight loss. I did it as a a clean out your gut. Let's get your gut healthy because the connection between the gut and the brain, you know, when the chemicals get in the brain, the brain shrinks, the hypothalamus and the pituitary, the more chemicals get in the brain, the more the brain shrinks. And that's why that foggy brain thing happens. And I, I had to order 20 tons of gut renew powder last month. And we just got in another order for 24 tons. That's how popular this is. Wow. And it tastes great. Alan and I have been doing it for one year every morning, not be, for any reason other than it tastes good and a great way to get all your supplements down. But we've ne- just never felt this good. And so- I don't think uh, people realize how the gut really affects so many things. I don't think they oh. really realize like so many things, it's all tied to the gut. It's all tied to the gut. The gut-brain connection is now making its way into mainstream understanding. But anyway, you can get the Gut Renew Powder at uh, SuzanneSummers.com. And I talk about it a lot, as you know, on my Facebook Live. It's really an incredible product. I know. I already ordered it. I'm trying it. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Looking forward to it. Can, can kids have it or no? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's all good stuff. There's okay. nothing bad in it. That's one question I had because I, I got it, but then I thought, I wonder if I could like give this to my kids and they would just oh. like, make them a nice smoothie in the morning. Uh, they will love it. I give it to my uh, grandkids when they come over and make it taste the way they want it to taste. Coconut milk tastes great. And I'll, I'll put a little yogurt in there too. Just like make it like this great, yummy thing. Yeah, it could be like a- Anyway, dessert. I got to go to the dentist now. Ugh. 
Oh, no, I know. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, for coming on today. Thank, thank you, you for being so prepared. I really appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's, my great, it's my greatest honor to have you, and I can't thank you thank enough you. To, for doing this today. Well, let's do it again. Okay, it sounds good. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me today, and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a review. This is the Conversations with Warrior Women podcast with me, Liz Swadek. And remember, every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye.